Welcome to Foxes fans and welcome back to another edition of the U.S. Foxes podcast coming to you live as always from uh, San Diego, California on my end and uh, usually we have a foursome but tonight we're rocking with a terrific twosome so tonight we're coming with my boy Jason how are you my faithful co-host from New York how's it going my man all right I had a feeling you'd have something Padres behind you today so I had to wear the Yankees hat so people didn't confuse me with a Mets fan yeah, I, uh, we were congratulations all, on that big win. Appreciate the vibes, man. It's it's crazy seeing the team come together, and and I know that uh, yeah, I got a lot of support from some other Yankees fans as well. Uh, in that one, it was uh, quite a wild one for the pods, and and who knows, man? We could see we they're going to do a lot of work against the Dodgers. It's had their number all, I mean, for the last fifteen years, so they got a lot of a uh, lot of work to do. But it would be cool, and it'd be great for the city. So we're stoked for sure. Well, I see the smile on your face, man, and and I'm sure it feels really good to be able to talk about uh, a team that's actually doing doing well this season. So, it, yeah, they're doing great. Uh, the uh, other one, the the San Diego Loyal kicked ass. The playoffs are going to be starting for them soon. The San Diego Wave with uh, Alex Morgan, heard of her? Uh, yeah, they're they got a playoff spot clinched up. So it's it's a good time right now to be a San Diegan. So we're 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 vibing. How are things in New York, man? You feeling good about the Yankees? Yeah, man. It's a really been a really good sports season. I think all around New York. I mean, the Mets, you know, obviously had a decent regular season, kind of uh, until they ran into that that big brown machine out of out of San Diego. <laughs> but the Yankees, you know, having Judge breaking the record there. Rangers should be pretty decent. Uh, I'm sure the Islanders will be all right again. Uh, well, be better than they were last year. Uh, the Giants are off to just a ridiculous start that no one uh, expected. Um, Jets are doing okay. Maybe the Knicks will do all right. Brooklyn will be good. So uh, yeah, it's a good, good, good little time happening in New York. I think uh, on the East Coast, maybe a city like Boston had a little too much time. Uh, in, in the spotlight it's time for New York to kind of be New York again and, and start winning. For sure. And New York is, that's like you said, New York is always better when you guys are winning. Just sports are better when there's competitive New York teams. So yeah, no. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, having a good New York team again, as long as you guys don't, you know, F with my teams as, as long as that goes. But anyway, we've talked enough of that guys. Let's uh, let's dive into what was a, crazy weekend for our foxes well week whatever we we came to you guys last time on sunday um right before the forest match was the next day on monday so we were kind of spending that show pontificating on what we thought could happen and what we were hoping was going to happen um and in the end jason uh whether it was in spite of brendan we can get into that but the the general vibe of it you know have actually having a derby again and uh it just seemed the city was up for it the players were up for it and they came out and showed it dude didn't they they did and uh to kind of keep with that other sports theme especially in new york sports team theme uh it felt really really good to get that kind of win get that win and and to win so big and to do it against a team like forest and uh but as we saw you know throughout the week very big time New York Knicks vibes with that one. We finally got that one win and everyone was feeling good and really like making sure to savor it. Um, and then just kind of brought right back down to earth. It's like classic, classic New York Knicks basketball right there from Leicester yeah. City Football Club. All of the analogies, the New York analogies tonight. Yeah, it's perfect. I just... Um... Well, we'll get into it. Let's cover yeah. the actual forest, Matt, before we cover yeah, the disappointment. Yeah. Because honestly, guys, like the the vibe was amazing. Whether you looked at Twitter, and I mean, let's be real, it's been a cesspool of negativity for a myriad of reasons. Most of them, you know, revolving around our our manager at the moment. But it was nice to see everyone just kind of take a damn breath and come together around beating the shit out of possibly the worst team anyone's ever seen in the premier league uh in in forest because yeah, holy cow they are terrible jason yeah yeah i mean you know it remains to be seen whether or not anyone will match uh those uh that darby's record of, of futility but uh yeah. you know we're, we're also on a way there but it <laughs> uh it, it you know we we talked about that game right and and it was really you know 
uh, our guys need to kind of look at themselves in the mirror and be like, are we at this level? And, you know, let's, let's not play like it. And, you know, the, the team seemed like they really had a point to prove and they really wanted to, you know, just dominate Forrest from the beginning. And, and I think uh, there was something different about the atmosphere there at the game. And, and a lot of folks I talked to at the game said, you know, something similar. Uh, the tone was set really early with the TIFO. That was a you know brilliant job by by Union F- Union FS that like triggered uh, all the Forest fans just with some like you know just very subtle digs, but they just really really couldn't take um, the messages there uh, in that TIFO, and everybody was up for it, man. And like uh, the game started off really well. The uh, the the vibes were positive. There was a sort of an um, uh, an aggression in a good aggression kind of in the air and, and a good, good tension and, and kind of, you know, felt like, you know, felt nice to have a, uh, a big night game, you know, under the lights with, with something to play for um, kind of harkens back to some, some other classic games that have been played down at, at Filbert way. So uh, yeah, so it just felt, things felt different and, and they felt better finally. And um it damn it felt and it felt good maybe that's what felt so different everything felt so freaking good yeah and yeah so um it was great i mean i i mean it seemed like it was like just exactly what what we needed and and it was that that feeling that we all got that's like kind of what we were what you're always chasing as a fan and, yeah. and we got it yeah, that's exactly what you said, dude. The first win of the year. Like, I, of course, it feels great. And then you you pair that on top of it being Forrest. And, I mean, you pair that with a perfectly, like you said, a perfect little dig TIFO, whether you take your pick at the World Famous City part or you take the fact that it's actually they, they used uh, Big West, just another nice little trigger point. I had a few Americans ask me why. You know, that was such a great thing. And it's like, well, actually, we, he came right over to us from Forrest right before he became a Fox. So it was well done. And then as soon as you come through and we get off to a fast start and, you know, let's be real, this this it really was the James Madison show. Yeah. And we and and we had talked earlier in the season about, man, he's going to be putting on some uh, some shows specifically for Gareth Southgate to be watching. But I mean, and we're going to be reaping the benefits and boy, it sure felt like that. didn't it? Yeah. I mean, he was the best player on the pitch by far. Uh, he had the forest defenders on ice skates. It was unbelievable. Like, like classic Mares or even like going back to like a Keith Weller kind of performance there just had forest defenders looking like a bunch of baby deer thrown out in a frozen pond. They were just slipping and sliding, going left and right and this way and that. And Madison was just toying with them. He was almost just like had them on strings and pulling them. Um, let's see. I don't know if there's another metaphor I can kind of mix into this, uh, but it was uh, that's how good it was. It's, I'm having trouble like kind of um, uh, describing just how much he was dominating those players. And we we talked about that also, like uh, going into this game, these next uh, th- that week and and the rest of this month and early early november this is it this is his time to make that last appeal to get into that world cup squad uh and and especially when you see kind of um how england played over the international break kind of um and people are just it's not just leicester fans anymore uh fans from all over all over england and, and, and pundits from all over the country are just baffled right now and trying to to put some pressure on Southgate to 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 pick Madison, and he couldn't have timed it uh, that performance any better. It was it was perfectly timed, and, and and hopefully we'll get a few more weeks of that, and and it'll only be good news for for Leicester City Football Club and for him. Yeah, we joked about um, how there were no Forest fans in San Diego last week. I was like, I've never, you know, seen one. Well, sure enough, sure enough, dude, we're at the Bluefoot, and there's a guy, and I see him kind of react when Forrest, you know, do something right early on, and I just, I kind of like rub my eyes, like I was like, there's no way I just saw what I saw, and then something else happened early on, and 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 sure enough, I saw him react again, and I was like, are you a Forest fan? Sure enough, some guy from Loughborough, 
He's been living here for eight years. No, no shirt on or anything like that. But uh, speaking to him about the state of his club, I'll tell you what, boys, that is about the only thing that made, could make you feel better um, as a Leicester fan was listening to him go on. But, uh, you know, after matters, you know, he scored uh, that def- his first goal was that one that deflected and bounced in and he did the knee slide and the forest guy says, you know, really a knee slide off a deflection. And I looked, and I said, I think that knee slide was only for Gareth Southgate and for Gareth Southgate only um, just kind of to show, you know, this is, this is who I am and, and just, just wait. And sure enough, dude, that was just the beginning of it, um, of his, his performance. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, he slipped in another good celebration too, with the, with the darts too. I hope that that lasts, um, and, and I hope he uh, enjoys himself at the darts and every opportunity he gets. And it looked like he did a bit of that this week, too. Yeah, the dart of a free kick, dude. What a beauty. When he's starting to bang him in off the post like that, those perfect, you know, hit plays and everything is just storybook. Good God, man. If he's hitting those, Jason, it's it's just like, goodness gracious. Um, yeah, when, he, when he's doing that and... and, and adding in the the the, the free kick um, uh, magic on top of his overall game it, it makes you look at that England team and, and think like well uh, Ward Prowse is obsolete what, what's the point of carrying a name like that in the lineup when you have a guy Honestly, like Madison yeah. that can do all that and so much more yeah even you know speaking to that the Loughborough gentleman he he was saying you know, the casino incident was what it was. It was a poor decision by a young player. And I think we've all seen, you know, we're biased as Lester guys. We we've seen matters maturity this year. He, he does seem like a different person now. So I kind of wonder, is it still that the grudge? Do you think that Southgate's holding against him? It just, it's insane. But when you have a forest fan saying, we got to get that guy on the damn plane. uh, It was right after the free kick. He looks at me, he goes, get him on the damn plane Southgate. I said, Hey, you're telling us. I mean, it's why, why, why else is he not in there? It's just, it's madness. Yeah, well, I think that says it all, right? When, when even a Forest fan has to put his hands up and say, "You got to get this guy uh, in the in the squad." So, um, I think that's a, that's a that really sums it all up with with Madison. Even even um, a fan who's like first instinct is probably to hate this guy's guts. It's just like right. you know, he's he's the best we've got. And, uh, and that's great. I mean, he he yeah, he truly is um, the best, you know, English midfielder option. Um, brings a lot of versatility um, to to any lineup. He's been able to play and produce at a ridiculous rate on the right wing, but he's also a natural number ten. Can play as that eight if you need him as well. So he kind of can do it all, and um, he can play in all sorts of systems. You can tell he's a real student of the game too, um, and uh, I don't think there are very many sides in the world that he couldn't step into. Right, you know, and the, you hear the arguments um, who they come from all the time, but they—it's like, well, he doesn't fit the system. There's no, there's no role for him on that. I, dude, if you if you got a guy that's just knocking in free kicks like that, and then can be put out on the wing, let him come in. Do I mean? Come on, it's 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 silly at this point. And scoring scoring goals for fun at that point, and then you know for good measure throws an assist on to Daka, who <laughs> I tweeted zombie and filth because that was just disgusting. A, a a flick of the back heel, just effortless and set up, and then the the synchronized celebration between the two of them was and the the joy you saw the weight of the world just fall off our boys, and it was it was incredible, man. Yeah, well, I think that the thing that I love the most about the goal, aside from just the nifty finish there, was just Daka's movement on that play. How he was able to kind of leave the leave the defender's shoulder, get out into the, get out, you know, deeper, come back in. He was just his movement was so dynamic on that play. Was able to use that and get the space that he needed, and then has the skills to to finish that cross and it was uh, it was a beautiful goal i think i tweeted out from the new york Foxes account after the, uh, the next day like uh, it was a photo of, of them celebrating it's just like everyone needs someone in their life that like celebrates your accomplishments the way madison 
celebrate Staka's goals, man. Uh, like we all need a good, good hype man like that, you know, uh, in our corner. So uh, I was just, uh, just it always makes you smile, and always makes you feel good when, when those guys are linking up and, and making goals happen. Couldn't agree more. And they, yeah, they just they that's one of those bromances, whatever you want to call it, where you can tell they genuinely love each other. Like those guys are having a great time playing football together. And it's it's it was it was good to see. Um Patson, I mean, he was dangerous from the moment he came on, dude. He was making runs, looking looking dangerous. Um, and and he was a handful for for force to, you know, just on top of what they were already dealing with when he came on, it was it was very, very good to see. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of football that we want to see as fans, right? Uh, we, we, I know it's a results business. There's a lot of money on the line. It's also entertainment. And, you know, we, we want to see these players running and playing at, the, at a fast pace and taking on defenders and, and you know, uh, chasing down through balls. Barnes also was, you know, uh, had a great goal, and uh, and that's when he's at his best when he's playing like that and pushing forward. Um, and and when when Madison and Daka are playing the way they are, they also make football look really fun, and uh, and that's really enjoyable to watch. And I think that's been a frustration this season where we got the the guys that can play football that way, can play that joyous, fast um, uh, football full of flourishes. And um, and they don't, for whatever reason, they're they're not getting to play that way this year. And um, it was nice to see the kind of it almost was like the shackles kind of came off uh, right. for that game. Yeah, it definitely was. It was a different team out there. It was a totally different team. And you know, there were no forest highlights. Essentially, they they did get through a few times. And when they did, even Danny Ward looked great. I mean, it was an overall performance that even Danny <laughs> did his job. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say like we defended set pieces really well. So that was, that was really good to see. And it seemed like there was a, a like a real commitment and intent on, on set pieces on both sides of the pitch. And like Foss was really kind of trying to pump up everyone. Like anytime someone made a clearance or made it made it, uh, on a defensive set piece, uh, he was really cheering everyone on. And like the players really just like, uh, it seemed like they made a commitment to each other before that game that like we we're not giving up a goal off of a set piece and they, they battle on every set piece which I loved um, and, and that made a difference we kept a clean sheet now were we as tight as we should have been at the back no I think we were lucky that Forrest were just as bad as they are um, and, and maybe that's a little rich for me to say right now considering where we are at the table uh, compared to them but uh, they're not they're not a good team yet they might be but they're not a good team right now and uh there were chances that like we saw um the next week that even a side that's like maybe a you know slight step up uh, a Bournemouth will actually put away and just Forrest did look look pretty hopeless uh with their with their finishing I mean but Ward made a couple of big plays too yeah, we didn't have it because it was a Monday. We didn't have our normal bartender. We had a lady um, who's normally not working the bar. And she said, why isn't there? And you know, she saw the FBS. She was asking about that. And literally, this woman, I think it might have been her first soccer match she watched. She said, why doesn't the red team have anybody on their shirt? And at that point, they were down 3 nothing. I was like, would you want your name on this shit? I was like, it's perfect, man. That's why they don't have a sponsor. Is Nobody wants to be represented by that club right now because, yikes, man. Um, and maybe we should have, uh, I don't know, dampened our expectations a little bit more heading into Bournemouth after that win because oof. Yeah. Uh, but, but, like, everything felt good and everything looked right. Yeah. And, you know, you can't, you can only play the, the side that's in front of you. And there have been too many times where we played down to the opposition's level. And they really didn't do that against Forrest. And, um, you know, every game right now is, is important. It's almost like every game is a, is a mini final right now until we're, until we're safe. Right. Let's, you know, call, call it as it is right now. We're in a re- relegation scrap. So, and it seemed like, yeah, you know, the guys kind of bought in. And, and one of the criticisms, I think a lot of fans have had about Rogers 
is that he wants to football his way out of everything. And, you know, I was saying this weekend, if uh, I'm in a situation where uh, I'm, I'm in a desperate spot and I'm in an alley and there are two guys coming after me and um, I've got nowhere to go, the only way to get out of that is to fight your way through it. Um, it's most people aren't going to be able to kind of come up with some MacGyver type thing and, you know, repel off, you know, you got to get, there's only one way out. And um, we don't really kind of bring that mentality or Rogers doesn't always bring that mentality to the team and, and uh, make it a little bit less about, you know, trying to find the pure way out of this, the pure footballing X's and O's way out. But he did something a little different that game. And, you know, Madison said that he didn't really do a team talk before the game. He showed them clips of that loss against Farce last year. And it really fired the guys up. And it kind of made me hopeful that the approach was going to change in in how we're going to get out of this. And um, so I, I think I would forgive maybe myself or forgive you and and any other Leicester fan who, you know, who thought like, you know, how we're going to just keep up this momentum. This team is too good. Now they're fired up. We know that we're just going to have to fire away out of this uh, and we'll go down to Bournemouth and do the same. Well, before we got there um, and, you know, speaking about how fans felt, um, what a perfect time to bring in uh, match days with Ollie. We had talked about it earlier in the year. Uh, Our match day correspondent from over there, Mr. Oliver McLean, uh, he shared with us his thoughts uh, following the Forest match. Hey, Matt. Hey, US Foxes. Hope you're always buzzing as I am after that. 4-0 against Forest. What a result. How needed was that? Um, Don't know where to start, really. Um, Let's start with Madison. What a performance yet again by that man. Get him on that plane to Qatar. He's every week. He's still improving. What a player. Perfect free kick. Oh, just gorgeous. Lovely assist for for that beauty from Dakar as well. Um, who played? Who played all right when he came on? Uh, Harvey Barnes with a gorgeous strike as well. Um, yeah, just a, a brilliant. I, you know what? I'll go as far as to say a perfect performance tonight. Um, played the ball around really well. Substitutes were on point. None of them put a foot wrong. Nobody put a foot wrong on the pitch today, really. Um, I just hope that we can build on that. Um, use it as momentum for uh, for Saturday away at Bournemouth. That would be lovely. It really would to uh, to go there and uh, nick three points off them. Um, fans were incredible tonight. Absolutely insane. All corners of the stadium were just they were rocking tonight at the King Power. It really was. Oh man, more of that, please, Leicester City. More of that. We go again Saturday. Bournemouth away. Up the city, up the foxes, as always. Keep the faith. Come on. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Uh, so you can see, guys, that was the general feeling. The entire stadium was was on it. And and Brendan had, you know, definitely bought, for at least the time being, he bought himself some goodwill, Jason. So um, from that, <laughs> we headed in. And, you know, we all the great quotes during the week. Everybody was saying the right things. Heading into a Bournemouth, you've got a team down towards the bottom. What a great opportunity. Um, really, the team, we we did skip over Indeedy getting hurt and being taken off at halftime versus Forrest. So we started the the Bournemouth match being down Indeedy. But really, you know, other than that, and, and Vards, who has yet to find the score sheet, I mean, there's an argument to be made here, guys, as we go as Vardy goes, because we can dive into that on a later episode. But when you've got him scoreless as well, um, Good to see Patson earn a spot and get into that starting lineup. Um, and while Fast gets his third start in a row, so the signs were there for a good performance, man. Yeah, I think we were all pumped up, and and uh, we had all already decided that Foss is going to be the new cult hero um, after that after that Forest win, and uh, and it looked like yeah, um, the, the lineup was good. I you know considering um, uh, indeed his injury. Uh, and Samari actually, you know, Samari's looked decent. That's right. And, yeah. um, and then, you know, Daka's form, you can't really argue too much with with that setup going into the game. Um, it should be good enough, should really be good enough to go down and, and, and get three points against uh, that Bournemouth side. 
even we even though Bournemouth were were uh, you know in great form and undefeated for what like five five games in a row or, or whatever it right. was, but um, if you just compare the names on the team sheet to the names they put on theirs, <laughs> this Leicester team should should really come on uh, come out on top. Honestly, should and and what was it the stat that you do you happen to know how long had it been since we had won at Bournemouth? I I I don't know, but um, I've been conflicting. considering using this platform as a uh, um, to 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 make an appeal to to the FA to investigate um, what goes on in the locker rooms down there at Bournemouth. I um, am fully convinced <laughs> that they are replacing our defenders' water bottles. And uh, filling him up with gin because there's uh, no other explanation for like what cool. happens when we go down there. Like everyone has a meltdown insane, in the back when we play Bournemouth. It's insane. We start off uh, Daka again. It comes in, turns around, does one of those you know heel turn moves and just blasts one right into the net. We get off to a great start. We're going crazy at the Bluefoot. Uh, we got 10 people out at 7 o'clock in the morning. And Pats and Daka scored. They're wearing these gold kits that are shining in the Bournemouth sun. Everything is so great. Like, we're yeah. everything couldn't be better. And then it's just like, turn of the switch, the same shit that's happened all year. Um, it, it just goes from 100 to zero, man. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, it was like God's light was shining upon the team and uh, getting that getting that goal as, as quickly as we did. And then just watching Foss gallop around with that, you know, that low sun in his hair. It looked like he had a halo as he was Holy like God, galloping man. around the pitch. It was, yeah. it was like, what, what has happened, you know, here? <laughs> um, this is just, it's glorious, you know, and um, like we were watching like miracles uh, going to be performed in front of our eyes. And, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, at, at, at one point I, um, thought I saw that we have a, a signed photo of Frank Worthington up on the wall. And at one point I could have sworn, you know, I looked at Foss and I saw the, um, the, the halo. And then I looked at the, the photo. And I think he winked at me. And Whoa. so, yeah, I was going to call the church and see, say, you yeah, know, man, we, we, we saw a miracle little... on 33rd, yeah, not on, not on 34th, but just on 33rd street just in Manhattan. And, um, oh, and then, like you said, man, like something happens, man. It's like, like this team down in Bournemouth. Well, it's happened in other games this season, but it's like every time in Bournemouth, man, like something happened, like a, a switch flips. It really and, is. And, and they panic, we panic down there. It's crazy, and you compound that with I, what's already happened this year with our meltdowns, and it's just waiting to happen, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's like on you know, uh, people if they're uncomfortable seeing that many pensioners in the stadium or, or what it is, but <laughs> we've got to figure it out. I mean, Bournemouth might be a it's bit like, of a yo-yo team, so we have to take advantage of those years where we don't play in the same division. But hell, if we're not freaking careful now. We'll we'll be the team that goes down, and they'll stay honestly. up. Honestly, it's crazy. Um, you look at the like you were saying, man. You're talking about, I you can't recognize a single player on their on their that squad. The names really jump out to you when you're looking. I mean, if you're if you learn a lay, uh, and, lay and, person, and so like, yeah, yeah, like the average fan probably Correct. doesn't yeah. know, but like Solanke, you know, had a pretty impressive goal scoring record. Um, but then, yeah, um, uh, in in the championship, but then. Look at you know, like Tavernier and like other guys are just like, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they're just you. You wouldn't put any of them ahead of of of, of the eleven that, that we started, and um, but they saw what they were doing wrong in the first half. They came out in the second half with a different approach, and the second they put a little pressure on us you know we, we panicked and um rogers doesn't seem to want to make a sub until after the 60th minute when he has to but it was clear like something wasn't right um the players were nervous they even looked a bit tired and just could not take control of the game anymore and there's another instance where sometimes it may be less about kind of footballing your way out and passing your way out of this situation where we're clearly having trouble doing that 
it might be time to kind of like simplify the game a little bit more, play a little bit more vertical and use that team speed and get a get, you know, put the other striker out if you need instead of trying to get ultra defensive. Um and uh that was it was it's a really scary. discouraging yeah. second half of football. Yeah. And it's scary now, man, because are they in their own fucking heads? Like it's happened so many times now that you almost worry about it. I was so scared, you know, at the forest match that if they score one, are we just going to do the same shit and, and fall down and let them come back? Because it, it, we've now seen it. What, how many times this year? I think it's five times. We've now given up a lead to come back, and lose the match. It, and, and you, you, I'm worried that it's going to start to get in the guy's heads where it's like, oh shit, here we go again. Kind of thing. Well, it already is Matt. Yeah. You got it. I think we have to admit that, right? right? Because it's doesn't. It's not just this season. It goes back to the you know, yeah, <laughs> to last season and pretty much all of this calendar year that's been our mo. We've given them more points from losing positions than I think like anyone, like probably in the history of the world. I don't know in the history of sport, um, but it's bad and um, it it just we could all see that like the game had slipped away even before Bournemouth got that first goal. Everybody could see it and everyone could see we probably needed to do something a little differently. And it's hard to watch some of the decisions and not kind of feel like the manager has a kind of always has a bit of a point to prove about the predicament of, of that he's in after this window. Um, right. and some of the subs, like the sub, like Castagna was actually all right. I think Justin had a really tough game, but I guess, you know, I, I think Castagna should probably just play in the mask, uh, every, all the time. Cause he's always I, I, taking shots. I'm so he's glad like a, dude, it was like this freaking close, like same eye, yeah. everything yeah. for those of you, I don't know, didn't see it or whatever but castagne you know who had that horrible 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 eye injury almost lost his damn eye uh for belgium um that was in the euros right yeah i believe yeah, yeah in the yeah. euros uh, same eye gets a cut an elbow i'm thinking anyway swells up disgusting but you could see the cut line was right next to his damn eye so i'm with you dude Bring yeah back it, the phantom of the opera <laughs> he's like uh I don't, he, he's like, I don't want to, it's going to sound a lot worse than I mean it, but he's almost like a, like a, like a human, big, uh, human, like little toe. Like no matter what you do or how careful you are, you're, exactly. you're always going to take a shot. He's yeah. always going to get hurt. Like he just, yep. but you know what? He puts himself in there. He, he gets stuck in. And uh, I really like that about Kastan. And you would think you've got a guy like out there that's battling, looks like a boxer out there. You know, that should fire up the other 10 guys out right. there to, you know, to to get the win for, for, for someone putting in a performance like that. Um, I, and then speaking of the fullback situation, I know, you know, I, I'm always going to have a soft spot for Big Dan. Um, but, you know, he's another guy's confidence isn't quite there right now. And um, right back is probably not his most comfortable position. Yeah. Um, and it's been a tough season, so not very many positions are looking looking too comfortable right now for the guy. And Justin's a right footed player playing on the left. We have a left back that's shown <laughs> he can play in the Premier League. We have a left back. It's... I don't know if we keep Rogers just forgets about them, or he's going down the list of of, of subs and their list. They're written in alphabetical order, so he doesn't even get to T. But Luke Thomas is there, man. Yeah. Like, is he is he is he the best left back in the league? No, he'll just keep. But he's going to have to play if he wants to get better. And right. why not? Like you have your 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 right back who's having a little a, a right footed left back who's having a little trouble, not having his best game. If you don't want to take him off, move him to the right side, and then put in an actual left back. So now we have two fullbacks playing in their natural positions. 
Imagine that. You're you're talking crazy right now, dude. I I don't know what what you're smoking over there or whatever, but you're talking crazy right now, man. I mean, Playing I position, just, like in their normal I, positions. Yeah, I think it's you know, twenty twenty two is about time that like, you know, I'm sure there are some football managers out there that actually do play their players in, in the positions that they are most comfortable in. This is going to sweep the nation. Yeah, man, I don't know what it is with Luke. Um, I'm I'm with you. You made the decision to make him full-time first-team player. Um, so what what the hell are you doing now? You, you, you're doing no favors for him. You're doing no favors for the team, getting a chance to get, actually have a player that knows what he's doing there. He does. There's times he's looked great. There's times he's looked lost, as a new player will look. And you, I think... The fact that he looks 12 years old is probably held against him a little bit in everyone's mind. Like he, he does look insanely young out there, but you gotta, I'm with you, man. Like what, what's it going to hurt at this point? Yeah. I mean, look, we, we can't give up any more goals than we're actually giving up right now. Yeah. We can't blow any more leads that we're blowing up right now. So just do it. And, do it. and yeah. I think Barnes looks better when he gets to play with Thomas on the left side. Yeah. Oh, and, definitely. Yeah, they, they have a really good kind of connection uh, on the pitch. Barnes gets a little bit more space to kind of to run, and and, and Luke is not afraid to get up the pitch as well. Right. Um, and you know, so when you ha- when you play that that right footed left back, when Justin gets up the pitch, his first instinct is to cut inside, and Barnes always wants to cut inside onto his right foot. When you play a left footed left back in there. It kind of makes the keeps the defenders honest, and it gives Barnes even more room to cut in on his right foot. Yeah, and he he Barnes has apparently got that right foot cooking again. So let's. Uh, it wasn't in. It, we thought, I guess, there's four. So that's why it's two <laughs> podcasts or like it's two separate podcasts in one. Yeah, but it, like this is the this is the the, the ah, crap that we're 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 gonna see because. We're not playing these guys, and then things are not going well. Who knows? I mean, maybe Kasani's going to need a little bit more time to treat the injury. We don't know yet, right? right? So Luke has been, you know, collecting splinters in his ass all season, and now we're going to throw him out in 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 a in a game that we we're going to have to win. We're, every game we're, we need to win until we get to to, to safety, and. He's probably he may not play his best, and it's just going to look bad for him. It's going to put more pressure on him, put more pressure on the club, and we're expecting a guy to just slot right in the lineup right. at his age and play at his best. And that that's that's like I think it's unfair to to, to ask of a, of a player like Thomas. Well, it's like you said um, with Dan too. Sorry, I'm getting crazy terriers. Um, with uh, Dan and Marty, guys, like I think a lot of people forget when Dan came to this club in 2015, he was a center defensive mid from Copenhagen. Like the guy has slowly, slowly dropped back. So when you have to, guys not playing where they need to play is something that he's used to, but he's also doing a job for at, at a job wherever we need him to. So we got to remember that. I'm, I'm with you, man. Love Dan. Love you, big Dan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, he didn't have the best performance I, I think he would probably also admit that um but i think we're in a situation right now where um we need everyone to be at at their best right and and we need to kind of put our our, our squad in uh, a position to kind of su- the best place they could to they can be in to succeed yeah. and um we can't cry anymore about this about the summer window. We have to get the most out of what we've got, and it's up to a manager to, to you know to to sum up all the parts and 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 translate that to or come up with three points. Right, sum up sum up the, sum up all the parts on your team, make that lineup, and see if it adds up to three points at the end of the day. Just, it just it's not feeling like uh, we're we're getting that right now. I think things right. things have gone stale um we it's not too late but i for 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 the season to turn around but at the same time it's not too early to use the the r word right and it's i mean 
let's be real guys it's october it's it's not september anymore like we're gonna turn around it's gonna be november then we're gonna have that world cup break and i'll tell you what you don't want to who knows what the hell is gonna happen after that it's essentially gonna be like two seasons dude so maybe it's a positive thing and and if, if things don't turn around there's a there's a january window coming up and we're historically not the most active team in the january window and we have assets that that other sides want big time yeah i uh it, it it'll be interesting um before we move on from bournemouth though let's go ahead and get now our our second uh contribution from match days with ollie he's uh he was at the uh match and i think uh, you'll be able to tell it'll be a slightly different tone from our dear friend uh over there after the bournemouth match hey matt hey us foxes home port as well um bournemouth two leicester one and yet again not good enough um not even close to good enough first 20 minutes was decent score a goal early but yet again we let a goal lead slip like we have way too many times this season already it's uh it's becoming a bit of a joke now uh, i'm sick of it i know i am but i can imagine that the thousands that go every week are as well uh yeah it's good to see ducky get on the score sheet of course uh like he's starting to come good but like i say say week in week out as soon as we score we just sit back and let when we let them press and it's just it invites them to create chances and shots on target and goals every week it's just so stressful especially to watch from the stands um yeah lost the game with it in about five minutes didn't we was it two goals in four like four or five minutes but yeah we move to uh saturday against palace <sighs> can we hope for the best really but as always we love to keep the faith up the city Keep the faith up the city. And, yeah, man. Ali, um, I have to say, um, very impressed with, with his hoodie collection. Mixes it up every week. <laughs> so I'm always looking to, to, to see what the new color is going to be this week. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's funny that, you know, the whole game blew up in five minutes, which was immediately after the substitutions we were just talking about. That's when both goals went in um but i think um you just see the the difference right in the in the demeanor there and uh, even in ours talking about the forest game versus this um if you go on the uh if you check out the, our our um post game photo at the bar you can see um oh yeah, yeah uh, too, jordan is uh jordan is looking very much like ollie is feeling there yeah. And uh, so we've already kind of been passing around that photo just amongst each other. And uh, Jordan had, did have a great reply. And he's like, well, I look like I just watched the second half of Bournemouth versus Leicester. <laughs> At Vitality. <laughs> yeah, dude. I uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's awful. Uh, I think Brendan had every opportunity in the world to really turn around a narrative that was already written in stone in my opinion a win there versus forest compound that with a win versus bournemouth suddenly dude the you can almost watch like the fans falling off his back i could see it happening and instead he all all that we learned were forests are really shit like it, instead of <laughs> knowing anything about our our own club so yeah um yeah, yeah. i mean honestly if we're wrapping it up that's my summary of the two games right there for the podcast is the yeah that's that's, yeah um and i'm all i'm here for that as well but we got to figure this out um anything else that you want to touch on that or or you know going forward we can we can talk a little bit about palace um they are a side that is kind of falling out the air had them running um, they're kind of doing one of these things, it seems like. Now, what do you think? Yeah, well, they're going to be tough. They've got a few skillful players. They're very physical throughout the side, and that's something we are we rarely put out a big, strong uh, uh, boy. 11. And, yeah, well, actually, no pun intended, but I actually did have one of the big, strong Lester boys that come over and we it spent the weekend with us. So uh, maybe oh, I'll – awesome. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so Jack from from Big Strong Leicester Boys is one of one of my really good friends from uh, from the UK. We did Rome together uh, at the semi final and uh, like uh, leading up to the game. And um, you know, every time he's in New York, we try to get together and I try to see him over um, the pond when I can. And uh, so that was that was kind of my highlight of of the weekend. Uh, uh, the you know, spending it with uh, with Jack, we did we did a lot of a lot of cool stuff. Went to all the sports all around New York, and I think the highlight there was getting out to Red Bull Arena. Uh, it was Red Bulls versus Charlotte FC, and some Leicester fans may be following Charlotte FC this year because um, the one and only Christian Fuchs signed for them. So he it was the last game of the season, and uh, they were kind enough to. Uh, to send some tickets our way, which was which was great, and um, we got to see uh, Chris's you know last game of the season, and it's really incredible to see the impact that he's made um, at in MLS and like how much like Charlotte fans just like adore him. It's really cool to see, and and, and how much he kind of gives to to that club and to the city, um, and it was really great also to see in this in the ground. He had, um, you know, all the kids from Fox Soccer Academy, his academy there and Hudson Sports Complex, and everybody was kind of there. And and um, you can see how much, like, the kids and the families that, that go to his centers upstate, like, how much they really love him and um, and, and how much he, he loves them right back. And so um, that was just a really great, like, kind of heartwarming um, way to cap out the weekend. And I'm, I'm glad that the weekend ended that way. Um, especially after kind of being down about um, the uh, the result, and um, it was it was it was kind of nice to see um, you know that other side of of sports, right? And um, you know what what it's really all about, and um, and it's it's just always cool to see see uh, Christian, and he's just always a top quality, quality top class guy, and him and his wife are Luca. And um, yeah, so just a little, a little thank you to them for getting us out there. And um, you know, I, we're, we're always uh, keeping an eye on on Charlotte, what 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 Christian is doing, and and hopefully we can um, kind of do do a few things with with Chris and and New York Foxes now that that uh, MLS season is over. It is really cool, and you know, he's their captain. I mean, um, and not only that, it's the number two selling jersey behind you know, bail in major league soccer, Christian Fuchs are Christian Fuchs are Christian Fuchs. And it, it, it's really cool to see another fan base embrace, you know, your boy and like somebody that, I mean, my God, the man was a part of some of the biggest moments in a club with 140 year history. I mean, you can put him in your hand, how many parts he's a, he's a part of, whether it's the Vardy goal, you know, the 11th goal, yeah. the no, the iconic no look pass or winning the damn premier league. That man is, he's so, you think Leicester city and Christian Fuchs is one of the first heads that pops into your head. And, and so he will always be a legend to us. And yeah, getting to see the rest of the world kind of see what an amazing person, human um, players down on that list because the man is just so incredible and and it's so it's awesome it's awesome to see him and i i really really look forward to seeing more of these players as they reach that you know i know mls is trying to get away from the retirement home look of the league but to see like i i, I am looking forward to seeing you know some some players that end up here i think a player like chris wood could come absolutely dominate in mls right now you know i think that a casper michael could play really well in mls right now jamie vardy i mean you know some of these players i think that we're going to get to see one day uh really make it it's, it's going to be cool it's going to be cool to see where they end up um in that second part of their careers yeah and uh and one nice little thing that kind of we noticed just going around the stadium is seeing like little kids in, in, in Leicester shirts here on this side of the pond and wow. going to the game. And so we saw so more than a few uh, and, and that's all got to be down to, uh, to, to Christian. So, yeah. Um, so as a, as a, as a Leicester fan being there at the game, that was also like just really cool to see. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Well, um, from that, I think let's, let's take that seeing people in Leicester shirts, 
Uh, let's use that as a pivot to how we're going to see each other this weekend in Leicester shirts. Guys, this weekend, we've been talking about it for it seems like months and months now at this point. But the NBC Sports Premier League Morning Live event in Philadelphia will be happening this weekend. Uh, the 15th and 16th at Dilworth Park in Philadelphia. If you haven't got your tickets yet, you might be out of luck. Uh, it sold out apparently pretty quick. I think there's still ones for Saturday, but I know Sunday is now fully booked up. Um, but that's all going to pale in comparison to what we have going on Friday night. Um, the evening before, we are going to have the first annual U.S. Foxes reunion. I know you guys heard us talking about it now for so long it's probably getting uh getting annoying but we're really really excited to see those of you that are coming out it's going to happen the night before like we said it's on the 14th there on your screen um friday october 14th that will be this friday 7 to 9 p.m we have the con murphy irish pub the philly foxes are going to be hosting us um if you need to get you can go to any of our links on social um to rsvp and get your ticket tickets are going to be 20 bucks um and that's going to pay for your buffet there's going to be philly cheesesteaks and vegan options then any money that's left over is going to be donated to vichai's foundation and on that front we have some other news that jason and i are going to break this evening we're going to have uh, quite a few raffle prizes guys that are going to be uh pretty pretty freaking awesome um we're going to have match uh or i'm sorry not match but uh training worn gear player worn training gear we're gonna have some casper schmeichel worn training gear some vardy um worn training gear all of it's clean so you're not gonna be you're not gonna be able to smell any vardy bo well, on you, this stuff you might have actually just uh lowered the demand by saying oh dang it wash. all right never mind if you're into that sort of thing that's that's the way it is uh but yeah, yeah we're gonna have some really unique stuff um, I know that you've got some stuff from New York Foxes, right? You guys are going to have some stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll put we'll give. Uh, I was thinking maybe um, you know if some someone wins wins ours, then uh, you know fifty bucks get whatever you want from from New York Foxes uh, site. Oh, and we'll send it over to you. Best man. t-shirts we'll be in the really game. Happy to do it. Yeah, best t-shirts in the game. Thank you so much for for that. Uh, I know the Texas Foxes. Uh, Jim got his. By the way, guys, Jim got the. Um, internet cord whatever connected to his house was cut by a contractor yesterday so he has no internet that's where he is and chris bless his heart is uh working late tonight so that's why it's just the two of us but uh jim and the texas foxes will be donating some cool gear i think they have some stuff that um you'll be able to uh try and get with their wonderful logo on and then the big item that we found out and confirmed today that will be coming the club has donated a 2022 um home shirt that is signed by the entire club so we will have the first team signed from jamie to everybody has signed this thing um it's so it's going to be an awesome awesome thing you have a chance to win um an entire team signed jersey and kit it will be awesome so there's going to be amazing amazing um things that you guys can walk home with whether it's like i said you know training gear worn by your favorite player or an entire team worn shirt or some cool stuff from the New York Foxes and Texas Foxes and who knows what else we'll find. Um, I think we have some stuff from the team store that we'll be able to throw in there as well. So it's going to be a good time, Jason. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's like kind of what makes this club still so different than, than everyone else. Um, it's that they notice things like this and that we're doing this in New York, uh, in Philly. And uh, we've got folks making, you know, making big trips, you know, so we can all get together and, and, and see each other and kind of, you know, support the club together. And, and, um, this is just, you know, for, for other clubs in the world, they've always seem to have something different or, um, something on their minds that's just looking to kind of squeeze more money out of the fans. And it's, it's great to see that, you know, our club kind of, you know, still does things like this, and um was kind enough to to, to donate a um you know a, a shirt that would look you know great in anyone's home uh or or any any bar that might have a um an empty space on the wall that that hosts lesser fans so um th uh thank you to to the club um for for uh donating that to to the cause and um 
I know it's going to be, um, and then on top of that, we're just going to have an awesome time. Like it, we always have a great time whenever we all get together, but this year it's going to be bigger than it ever has been. And I really cannot wait for, for this weekend. <laughs> I know, man, I lit And you know, the fact that we're so excited for it, despite what our clubs is doing on the pitch right now, guys should tell you everything you need to know about the family. And we, we call it a family reunion because that's what it is, guys. Like it, it, it's, it's the best group of people. And if we haven't met you before, bet your ass, we're so excited to do it and, and welcome you into the family and, and keep growing this amazing organic thing that us foxes yeah. has become. And, you know, it's not forced. It's just pure friendship and, fraternity that, that that we have all built up um just by being you know fans of this little little team out of lesta yeah man and you see some stuff man that's out there and people kind of like the, the grift is everywhere and it's just not what this whole thing is about which i think makes it even better and um yeah it the i i always say this and um and i can confidently say this is still true with the amount of times we've lost this year but uh, we have more fun losing than even when we're losing than, than other teams have when they're winning um especially over here um uh, on this side of the pond and we we always try to kind of have have a good time man, and and make everyone feel feel welcome and we'll we'll be doing that in, in philly for sure no matter how the result goes 100% guys so once again hop on to the socials if you haven't done it yet um, because I'm telling you this is something you are going to want to be a part of and uh, the the friendships that you're going to make and it, it will be worth whatever effort that you have to put into it driving through the night whatever it takes I know it's it's a monetary uh, hardship times are tough right now but I can promise you that uh, being together with the crazy group that uh, we call family will make it worth it. You'll be glad that you did. Um, so come out, uh, donate some money to a great cause, walk away with some awesome swag. Um, maybe, it, you know, like we said, a, a fully squad signed jersey is going to be up for grabs, training gear, all sorts of great stuff, guys. So please, if you can make it, try to make it. Um, and, and we'll hopefully see you in Philly this weekend. Um, on that note, Jason, anything else you want to touch on my brother? No, no, just, uh, you know, um, we're only a couple of days away from, from, from seeing each other and, 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 and everyone else that's out there watching and listening. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that. And that, that made this weekend's results, you know, just a lot easier to kind of forget about knowing that we had this to, to look forward to. And, you know, once again, you know, shout out to um, to Christian and Raluca Fuchs, um, everyone over at Fox Soccer Academy and, uh, and Hudson Sports Complex up there who are doing like such great work with the kids and the communities up there. And, um, you know, an extra special uh, shout out to uh, uh, Jack from Big Strong Lester Boys who, uh, who made it a great weekend uh, here in New York. Cheers, man. That's awesome. Guys, yeah, and like I said, brush up on your songbooks because uh, we're going to be singing. <laughs> yeah, and just one one more thing I forgot. So if you're not if you're in New York and you're you're not making it down to, to Philly, then get down to Football Factory. Jack will be open. Um, you know, uh, we'll have some, some of the uh, New York Eagles will, will be down in, in, in Philly as well, but uh, not everyone uh, from our group or their group um, – is you know going down to philly so if you're if you're in new york and you can't get down and get down to football factory jack will be open bright and early uh for that 7 30 a.m kickoff cheers guys and yeah one more quick thing when you get into philly for those of you that are coming uh because i know people are getting in at all different times during the day uh feel free to shoot us uh some tweets at us foxes we'll keep you updated on where if we know if if Hey, you know, four or five guys have gathered at this bar or wherever. If it, while you're starting to get in, before we all make our way over to Con Murphy's, we'll try to keep everybody as organized and updated where they are, so we can all get together as quickly as possible and uh, and do that. I'm taking the red eye, so I'm uh, out of out of San Diego on Thursday night, so I get in around six a.m. Um, so I'm going to be going pretty hard, pretty early. Uh, no naps uh, for me, so I'll definitely be ready to have a piner pine or 10 with uh with some fellow foxes so i'm looking forward to to seeing it seeing you and seeing the rest of the guys um 
with that being said, guys, for Jason and myself, for Jim and Chris, who couldn't be with us tonight, uh, thank you as always for joining us on the U.S. Foxes podcast. Stay tuned. Stay in touch. Um, we're going to bring you a show as soon as we can, obviously, with us traveling. We're, it, it'll probably be next Monday. It'll be a few days later than normal just because we're trying to beat logistics and everything like that. But keep an eye on the Twitter account. We're going to be uh, doing live videos and everything from the event. It's going to be awesome. So cheers as always, guys. Thank you for taking the time to uh, watch. And uh, we'll see you next time on the U.S. Fox. Yeah, see you in Philly.